It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This is the FCB Radio Network, home of the best personalities and where real talk lives. Online at fcbradio.com. FCB. Because this administration that the Democrats and progressives and liberals were so convinced would not basically (laughs) lead us into what looks to me more and more like, I I hate to use the word tyranny, but because it's so, it's such a loaded term, but my goodness, guys, they're talking about locking blue states down again and it will only be blue states because red states aren't going to do it uh there's little science that makes this rational so uh, it's it's a bummer man (laughs) it's a huge bummer and you know all the people out there that were like oh uncle joe sweet uncle joe you know all those clips of him in the past as a senator and even, you know, when he was VP, this is not old Uncle Joe. I mean, the, this is a, who they really like their power on that side of the political aisle. So, all that said, we're going to talk a little bit more about that in just a few minutes. Um, I will have a some thoughts, not a review, some thoughts on a film that I just watched on Amazon Prime called Ride the Eagle. It's a little off the beaten path, but you know what? I felt like watching it, so I did. Um, and also I want to talk a little bit about, uh, Black Widow and the lawsuit that Scarlett Johansson is filing, uh, related to streaming and theatrical release. So we're going to take a really quick, uh, commercial break. And when we come back, we will talk about all of, or I will talk about all of that. Hopefully you will listen and, um, chime in if you want. You can always reach me in comments. Um, and, uh, yeah, so sit tight. We'll be right back. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. 
Democrats, tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Okay, hey y'all, we're back. And as I mentioned, I'm working really hard to stay positive. I think that's really important. Um, Biden has recently announced that there's going to be a new mandate in the federal government. D.C., where I live, is picking up on this. Uh, starting tomorrow, Saturday, they're going to require everyone wear masks again, regardless of vaccination status indoors. Um, it would not shock me if they start requiring, saying that they want that to have, it's not a law, saying that they want that to happen outdoors again as well and locking down. So I'm like, I've bought tickets to do things in D.C. in the month of August, so I'm wondering if maybe I should just refund my tickets and go back to Georgia for a little while, which is how I've been staying sane. Um, so, yeah, you know, this is madness. Uh, they're, they're hanging it on the Delta variant, but that's there's no scientific evidence to suggest that people are dying from this thing at a rapid rate. Um, who even knows where it came from? You know, there are conspiracy theorists out there saying, well, I mean, it popped up as soon as people started taking the vaccine. Then there's also discussion about how vaccinated people tend to have more uh, viral load. And this is from Fauci himself in their nasal pharynx. So this is just a mass of confusion and silliness. And yet when you go outside and you go to places it just doesn't feel like people are dropping dead and dying from this, not en masse. Um, you know, full disclosure, I, I had a friend from college who apparently passed away uh, from COVID that I just found out about, but that's one person that I know of out of all the people that I know and have known in my life. And I think statistically speaking, that's pretty much everyone's experience. Um, I don't know what other health uh, comorbidities he may have had. So my suspicion is he had some. I don't know the details. So this has just become madness. It is, it feels tyrannical. It feels, I'm sure that the Biden administration doesn't see it that way. But when you start requiring, you know, I've been going out to restaurants and people in the in the service industry have finally gotten to ditch their masks and they're going to be asked to put them back on again and my heart absolutely breaks for them um i will not be patronizing places that require masks so i can escape that but if you have to work i mean what what does this administration think that they are doing do they think that they are winning hearts and minds because i promise you they are not they are losing voters at a rapid clip that is my i am i am certain of that um i'm not sure what they're doing i can't sort it out so again trying to stay optimistic here i know that red states are not going to be doing this uh being a georgian um I follow Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, on Twitter, and he's already said, no, we're not doing that. Um, but here in D.C., you know, the social shaming is about to begin. They've just, I've gotten an email from my building saying you have to wear a mask inside. I've already handled that because I prepared for that and got uh, a medical exemption um, way on back when. But I fully expect people to start being really mean to me again. 
So this is what the Biden administration is foisting upon us. This is what they're fostering, division. And then they plan to leverage that division uh, politically. I, I, hate, I, it, I hate to say this. It upsets me to say this. I want to give people the benefit of the doubt. That is, that is how I operate in the world. But I just don't see any way to do that anymore with what's happening. So if I sound, um, I'm not depressed about it. This is a challenge and it's something we have to live through and we have to work through. And in a way, I'm glad it's happening because the overreach is... Uh, the pendulum will swing back. You can't do this kind of thing without there being some consequence. And and I, th it feels like the Biden administration knows it's, I don't know if this is the case, but it feels like short-term panic. They know they're short-timers. Uh, so they're doing every terrible thing they can think of to try to get their policies pushed through in some way, shape, or form, or to try to affect the midterms. Um, because they just don't, they don't, they don't think they feel like they have a lot of time. So this is painful and it feels downright abusive, frankly. I mean, it just really does. So I'm sorry to say all of that. I, I am always prepared to give the benefit of the doubt whenever and wherever I feel like I rationally can, but I think I've lost the ability to do that here. So that's sort of what's happening out in the uh, political world. And I am so so envious of the red staters right now. Um, like I said, I'm preparing to just travel back down south and be there for a little while because uh, it's it's madness here. Um, and I think until things uh, until the midterms and until the twenty and uh, the midterms, if uh, the conservatives make a, a go of it and they win some seats, things will ease up, and then they'll ease up even more in 2024. Um, and that is always assuming that we've worked out our election integrity issues in the states, which it looks it looks good right now. It does. So I just want to say one last thing. This is what progressive policy, this is what progressive, hardcore, very left-wing progressive leadership does. This is what it is. This is what it's like living under it. Uh, it's not fun. It has very little to do with freedom. Uh, it actually can be borderline. If you let yourself, you can get really freaked out by it uh, because uh, we fortunately live under, you know, a system of law in this country. So there are legal avenues people can take, and I expect them to. I expect uh, vaccine mandate lawsuits. I expect, um, I just expect the lawsuits to come. Um and, and I believe they will. So we're fortunate that we have a system that allows us that, um, that ability to push back in that way. Because man, oh man, they are really, really trying to control every aspect of people's lives. And it's, man, it's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. So, but we're going to stay optimistic over here. It's very important to do that. You've got to be grateful for the things that you do have. You've got to, you got to keep playing up the good. Um, it's, it sounds Pollyannish, but it really is a strategy and a, and a tactic in the battle. You have to. So try to find the good, try to play it up and get out there and do your part, you know, speak up. Um, and I don't mean uh, become pejorative bomb-throwing jerks, right? Just speak about the things that you know to be true regarding whether or not this kind of government overreach is useful and good and productive and, uh, you know, 
helps people live good, pr uh, productive lives? Um, is this good for children to make them wear masks in school, etc., etc.? Use your voice, speak up. So I'm going to move on from that, and we're going to talk about a little film that I just watched called Ride the Eagle. It's on Amazon Prime. I decided to watch it. I, I am going to see Old by M. Night Shyamalan, whom I'm just a gigantic fan. If you know me, you know that about me. Uh, but you can only see it in the theaters, and I just haven't gotten there yet. Uh, I sort of still do want to see Black Widow. I mean, these are just the big ones, right? Um, I also want to see Loki. I'll probably see uh, Jolt, that new one with Kate Beckinsale. I like Kate Beckinsale. Um, but I decided to watch this one this week because Jake Johnson had a hand in writing it. Jake Johnson, who, if you watched New Girl, which I just am a huge <laughs> New Girl fan, I think it's a hilarious show. Um, and I had seen Drinking Buddies and some other things that he had done. So I was a, I'm a fan of his. I like his work. I think he's funny uh, and sharp. And he's just kind of an interesting guy. So I decided to watch this one. So let me just say, it's not a bad film. Uh, it's worth watching. It's like the okayest film I've ever seen. It's like really middle of the road. Like it's not bad in any way. And it's not particularly great in any way. It's just a, you know, an easy watch. Um, it's got an interesting plot, if not, like a, not a lot really happens, but Jake Johnson is always interesting to watch. Um, and it's got some other great actors in it, which is partially what drew me to it. Um, it, you know, Susan Sarandon's in it, uh, J.K. Simmons, Simons, I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Um, and they have small roles. Um, so it's, it's sort of, and the dog is great. Uh, <laughs> his dog in the movie is great. So it's a sort of an interesting film. It, it's, uh, it does what it comes to do, which is, you know, deal with, uh, people's suppressed emotions about difficult relationships. The plot is that uh, Johnson's character's mother, played by Susan Sarandon, passes away. And she she leaves him a videotape and sort of a list of things he has to do to inherit uh, her estate, essentially, which is essentially just a cabin. So he it's his last way of dealing with a mother who wasn't the best mother. Um, she also has like 75 pounds of weed hidden around her cabin. So <laughs> that's a side story. Um, and you know, the best relationship he has is with his dog, which I completely related to, sad to say. Um, you know, he has conversations with his dog. I absolutely, I'm like, I totally do that. I travel a lot with Roscoe in the car. So I have conversations with him all the time. I talk to him like he's a person. He just looks at me like I'm crazy, but you know, it, that's the way it is. And so I totally got that about this character. Um, so it's an interesting little film. Like I said, it's, it's pretty middle of the road. Like, I wouldn't say rush out and see it. I don't know that I would even encourage you to rent it. Um, it will ultimately end up on streaming somewhere for free. However, if you like Jake Johnson, I would say rent it. Because he's all, you know, if you're a fan of his, he does his thing here. Um, and he's always just charming and fun to watch. Um, but it's it's not objectionable either. There's nothing particularly like, oh, that was terrible. Oh my God, that was embarrassing. Oh, that was terrible acting. Like it's 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 good. It's 
it's pretty much the world's okayest movie. <laughs> so I'm glad I watched it. Uh, again, I wouldn't be like, yeah, 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 you have to see it right now. But if somebody were to say, hey, is that movie any good? I'd say, yeah, it's worth a watch. You should, yeah, give it a shot. See what you think. Like it doesn't, it's not, it, it's not going to wow you and it's not going to bum you out either. It's, it's a good film. So Ride the Eagle, it's on Amazon Prime right now. Decent little film. Um, might bore you, could inspire you. Like it could go either way. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, this uh, episode is going to be kind of short because I have so much writing I still have to do. I'm probably going to have to be doing it over the weekend as well. So, um, so finally, let's talk a little bit about this Scarlett Johansson uh, Disney fight that's going on. And it's a literal fight. There's a lawsuit. So Scarlett Johansson has alleged in a lawsuit that Disney uh, broke, was in breach of contract because they did a simultaneous, with the film Black Widow, did a simultaneous in-theater screening. I think I understand the lawsuit enough to say this. Simultaneously had a release in theater and also did streaming at the same time. And she says, nope, it was only supposed to be a release in theater. And therefore they robbed me of, because they basically split the viewership abilities or uh, options. Um, they robbed her of like some back end um, revenue that she would have earned um, from a theatrical release. So that that's what she's saying um you know i have i actually have zero problem believing that disney did that I, it doesn't they actually came out with a statement where they're said where they said oh if you don't understand covid19 and the worldwide implications like they've tried to paint it as like she doesn't care about you know the virus and how they had to do this which pretty much indicates to me that they know they're in breach of contract if you have to rely on the covid hysteria uh to explain why you made this business decision um and she you know you got to believe she may have that may have if that were true they would have tried to explain that to her initially um, and she is a liberal, so there's no, I have very little doubt that she truly believed that they were only going to do this theatrical release. Because um, she would have jumped all over that COVID, like, oh, yes, of course, COVID is more important, right? Like, that's how liberals think. Although, they also like their money, so I don't know, could go either way. So, I, I have zero problem. I'm not saying that Disney did this. I'm saying I can, I can easily believe that they are in breach of contract. Who knows if they did? That's what the lawsuit will find out. But here's what I want to say about it. And I, with apologies to Scarlett Johansson, who I actually sort of like. There's a lot of her stuff that I like. Uh, she seems to be less sort of annoying, I guess, than some of the more virulent liberal actors. Um, she, I mean, I know she still is progressive, but she's not as ridiculous about it, right? So I appreciate that. But she is sort of ridiculous about it. And um, she, she has been, you know, like, she'll take these interesting films where she played a trans, uh, transgender person and they, they humiliated her out of it. They, they canceled her out of it. And she, like, apologized. And I'm like, ugh right so this kind of situation with disney i have to say it's a little bit of a popcorn thing for me because 
she, I, I'm watching this happen all over the place. Um, what's the actor? Uh, what is his name? He's all over Twitter right now. He's a virulent progressive. And he recently came out with a video, and I can't think of his name. I'm so sorry. If you pay attention to Twitter or you pay attention to this stuff at all, you'll know who I'm talking about. Um, he came out on Twitter because he's pissed because he's being asked to mask up again after he got vaccinated. And, you know, he's pissed off about it. And, and I watched that happen knowing how nasty he's been in the past about conservatives and Trump and the MAGA and the blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, well, you know what? You deserve this. You deserve this. You, you know, you, you, this is what you wanted and you're getting it, right? You, you force this on the rest of us and you're getting it and you're tasting it now. And this is what we were trying to tell you. This is how the people that you push on us are welcome to it i don't feel that bad i don't feel that bad for him i don't feel that bad for scarlet again with apologies to her um you know disney has also been kind of despicable and how they've dealt with china and other things and these actors they sign up with these with these uh this ideology and they shame everybody uh, they apologize for themselves um, they make it easier for these ideologies to sort of take root and make people afraid. And then they run afoul of it and they want to make millions of dollars off of the lawsuit. And I mean, I just don't, I don't have a lot of sympathy for that or empathy for that. Um, and I think it's funny to watch them scramble around and be like, oh, what do you mean you're treating me like crap? Didn't you know that that is just how people that enjoy control and screwing people over do like they treat people like crap that's what they do so you know you got to figure if you're okay working with china who has uh you know interred um you know muslims by the hundreds of thousands i don't even know maybe millions i don't even know um i should look that up i should have looked that up before i started talking uh in in work camps if you're okay working with China, you're okay, you're turning a blind eye to basic human, uh, you know, feeling at that point. So, do you think Disney gives a crap that Scarlett's not getting some extra cash that they promised her? No, they don't, and she should have known that. So. This is what bothers me about liberals, honestly. This is why, even though I sympathize and empathize a lot with some of the more um, sort of bleeding heart stuff that they believe, um, I cannot get on board. A, 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 I can't join up with a group of people that is so, I mean, honestly stupid that they don't realize that the stuff that they promote, that they, it will come for them. It will turn on them as well. That is just a universal truth. Character will out in the end. And if the people that you're pushing and voting for are really crummy people and they enjoy, you know, control and abuse, you will ultimately in the end feel the wrath of that. That is just what they do. That is in literature, music, and every art form since the beginning of mankind. These are archetypes. These are truths. And if you don't figure that out, especially if you're in the arts and it's in literature and art and music, I just don't have any sympathy for you. I truly don't. So 
that's where I'm at. And politically, it's the same thing. Watching that actor, you know, get upset about what is essentially uh, the the absolutely expected tendency of the people he voted for. Cry me a river, dude. The people I feel bad for were the ones that were like, no, we can't have this. And they're also suffering. Okay. That's where I'm at today, you guys. I know I said I was going to sound optimistic. And I think by the end of the show, I you could kind of tell, um, I'm not optimistic uh, about everything. I'm going to work on it, though. And you should as well. So take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Try to just get through it, man. We're, we're just going to have to get through it. We're, and, I, and I believe good things will come. We'll be okay. Um, but it's going to be tough for a little while. But I love you guys, and we will talk again next week. The FCB Radio Network, first class broadcasting worldwide.